Ladies and gentlemen, this is Adam Cole-Bebe, only three-time Ring of Honor World Champion, the longest reigning Pro Wrestling Guerrilla World Champion, and I'm telling you right here, right now, to listen to Wrestling Heads Radio. You're looking real jack, baby. I'm the champ that runs the camp. This is my yard now. The face of America. Brother Nero, I knew you'd come. Delete! 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 We're going to show uh, the Hardy Boys if we were wrestling back in the Attitude Era, they would be our jobbers. Fucker in life! WH Radio. Gentlemen, welcome back to Wrestling Heads Radio. You got skits. And this is another episode, a special episode, because it's a hyped-up week for professional wrestling. At the time right now, I'm here by myself. The boys will be joining me. Tom will be joining me. Nate will be joining me. And I hope my boy Lyle is joining. But we got a lot to talk about. WrestleMania season is in full effect. We'll get into Monday Night Raw Talk, SmackDown Live. 205 Live, NXT, PWG, New Japan Cup. We're getting into New Japan Strong Style. Oh, we lit tonight. And uh, one of my first co-hosts joining us. He hasn't been on here for a minute, but he's back. My boy, Loud. What up, baby? What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good, man. You're the first one to call up on the show. Um, I'm hyped. A lot to talk about. Uh, a lot of things going on when it comes to professional wrestling. Um, and uh, I can't wait till the rest of the guys get on here so we can uh, discuss what's going down. Oh, yeah, man. It's been, uh, it's been really exciting, uh, at least, you know, past few days. So, looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Um, I say we start to start because the boys, you know, it's taking them a minute to get here with the return of the dragon. Brian Danielson, aka Daniel Bryant, is back in professional wrestling. Holy shit! Yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. Um, you know, it was just uh, you know a little over two years ago where we all saw him uh, announce his retirement on Raw uh, in his uh, you know home state of Washington in front of a you know. Um, a crowd in Seattle, and um, you know he's he's talked very openly in like interviews and stuff like that about you know not wanting to you know one the fact that it wasn't his decision to you know announce his retirement that uh, they basically forced that upon him, um, but he never gave up. Uh, you know, trying to get cleared. Uh, I know he saw, you know, quite a few specialists. Uh, I know he saw somebody out here um, at UCLA Medical Center, and 
you know, just kept at it and kept at it. And I'm glad, you know, he, he's finally gotten cleared that he, from, from what I understand, every specialist and doctor that he saw said he was good to go. It was always just an issue of uh, Dr. Joseph Maroon, who's, you know, the guy, um, you know, for the WWE, you know, he's, uh, um, he, of course, I don't know if you've seen the movie Concussion with Will Smith, but he's the guy who is basically at the forefront of all the uh, concussion-based lawsuits um, in the NFL. Um, so I can understand why he took a while to uh, to clear um, Brian, but, uh, you know, once you have, uh, you know, once Brian had, um, you know, ample amounts of, uh, you know, evidence and, you know, green lights from very repeatable uh, doctors and specialists, you know, I think, you know, it was, it was just a matter of time and it's, it's the perfect time, you know, right before, you know, WrestleMania. So you, you know, I, I was, I was happy when I read the news. Without a doubt. Joining us now, uh, my man, Nate, Nate is here. What up, bro? How you doing? What's up, man? Um, I am good. Uh, very, very tired. Been watching a lot of wrestling within the last, like, I'd say 24 to 48 hours, but I'm here and uh, ready to talk some wrestling. Yeah, man, we just got finished talking about Daniel Bryan's return. Uh, share your thoughts on uh, the Dragon returning to professional wrestling. And uh, you know, before we uh, – I was going to say, before you talk about what occurred on SmackDown, just talk about your feeling on uh, – coming uh, back to professional wrestling. You know, I'm kind of indifferent on this. It's um, He retired two years ago. Well, no, now it's been, what, four years ago? Because it was, well, actually, no, three years ago, because I think it was around Russell, after WrestleMania 31. Um, and they said that there was a lot of problems with his brain and they were awaiting a lot of testing and apparently they got the test. Well, he got the test that he needed to come back, um, which is fine. Like more power to him. Like he wants to wrestle. It's what he loves to do, but knowing what we know about like CTE and stuff like that, like I understand like he's healthy. They say he's healthy, but like the bump that he took on SmackDown concerns me because, and we talked about this earlier. It's like, in order for him to come back and me to feel comfortable with it, I would like him to change his style and work a safer style so that he has a prolonged career, whatever he has left, he can wrestle and be healthy by the time he's like in his eighties or whatever. Um, but I don't see him doing that because he seems like one of those guys that can't change his style. Like he's got to be reckless. He's got to have, wrestle a breakneck speed it's just who he is he can't he's one of those people that can't half-ass anything i i like the fact that he's back i'm glad that wwe is going to capitalize on it and he's not going to go away from the wwe and make a lot of money on the indies because that's what i thought was going to happen which it actually could happen like if his contract expires and he leaves and they let him leave that could still happen, but for now he's in the WWE and he's going to be wrestling. Um, but 
it's a matter of what they let him do and what he allows himself to do. Because honestly, I think he should have learned something by now. And I hope that he does and is smart enough to change his style. Cause I don't want to see anything bad happen to him. I really don't. Before, before uh, we mention on what happened on SmackDown, um, do you guys think this was a work? A long work? No. Absolutely no. not. Um, there's been conspiracies about that, like that they took Brian off TV to try to get Reigns over and or to lessen the blow on Reigns so that he can get over more organically. And we've all seen that really hasn't worked. But, no, I don't think that this was a work at all. Um they they had legit concerns to take him out of the ring and they needed some testing done and I don't think there was any ulterior motive. I mean, some people might say that there is, but and there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around about his health and whatnot, but no, I don't think that it was a work at all. Right, right. Well, um, D. Bryan is back with us in professional wrestling. Uh, me, personally, I've always been a big Daniel Bryan fan. So um, I'm super hyped to see him back. Uh, since we're talking about Daniel Bryan, I think we might as well just jump into SmackDown talk. Um, let's just go in, right into the main stuff that happened on uh, SD Live. Uh, Daniel Bryan, you know, he came out, uh, you know, he got a great ovation from the fans. Uh, he talked about him returning and, uh, doesn't know when he's going to return in the ring, but when he would like to, and then, you know, everybody's looking at the WrestleMania sign. So, uh, he says he was to talk to Kevin Owens and, uh, Sami Zayn later on, later on during the show, he meets up with Sami and Kevin Owens in the middle ring. Sami and Kevin are happy that he's back. Sammy's like, um, you've uh, always motivated us. You always, you know, uh, been behind us. Uh, you know, ever since uh, you became the general manager here at SmackDown, and um, you know, if you join us, we'll be like a dream team. Uh, who wouldn't want to be on a roster with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Daniel Bryan? You know, when, when you said that, I was like, don't forget AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, <laughs> SmackDown. Talent-wise, is super lit. Um, but um, uh, Daniel said, I'm sorry I have to do this, but uh, um, you guys are fired. He fired them, and uh, he shook their hands. It looked like they were going to walk away, but, of course, they weren't. Uh, Kevin and Sami Zayn attacked Daniel Bryan. Uh, but Daniel gets, uh, he gets his combat going on. He does the two drop kicks uh, to both of them. He's in the middle of the yes kicks, but then Sami Zayn stops it. Uh, from there, they beat him down even more. A little bit kick uh, to Daniel Bryan. They take him outside the ring. Power bomb on the apron. Uh, uh, you know, Kevin Owens used to do that spot in ROH a lot uh, and in PWG. And uh, he did that on Daniel Bryan. Bryan took it like a champ. And uh, I was surprised that uh, WWE allowed that right right off the bat. Uh, and I, and I, that's what Nate was talking about, uh, the spot, uh, Lau. Uh, How do you feel when you seen that spot? I mean, I was okay with it. Um, it. It wasn't 
nearly as bad looking um, as we've seen him do it to, uh, you know, other people, you know, uh, Sammy in particular. Uh, it was more kind of sideways uh, across, you know, going across with the uh, with the apron as opposed to, you know, like flush, like, you know, uh, on the apron, like, you know, it, it, it seemed, it, it seemed to, to kind of like soften the blow a little bit. It still looked brutal because that's, you know, that's going to be a brutal spot regardless. But, uh, um, you know, I didn't have any, any, any issues with the, any of the bumps that, that he took in there. Um, he, you know, it, it, you could tell how excited he was because of, you know, the, uh, the intensity that he brought, uh, especially putting uh, those kicks into, uh, Kevin in the corner, and then that uh, that snap German suplex on Sammy. Um, you know he, he looked good after it. Um, uh, you know I'm 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 looking forward to uh, to more. Um, you know we can't really judge just based off of this. You know quick. Uh, you know five minutes about what he. You can for sure tell that Sammy. Uh, I mean not Sammy, but Daniel's definitely been training for sure for a while. So, well, yeah, uh, I mean, he, he he's he, he's an athlete. I mean, even when he stopped wrestling, like he was still uh, doing doing jujitsu down there in Arizona. Um, I know he was uh, he was he started doing um, like uh, uh, weight training. Uh, he even competed a couple times in uh, in powerlifting, I think. Um, and you know, as we've seen him on on total bellows or whatever, uh, he owns a ring. You know, he was helping Bree, you know, train uh, for her. Uh, he helped Nikki, too. Her little comeback. Well, yeah, yeah. He also but, helped you know, Nikki change her finisher. Finish. Yeah, but, uh, so he, you know, so, he, yeah, he, he's, he, he has a ring. He, he, yeah, he has a ring. You know, he goes in there and takes bumps, you know, so. He'll be fine. You know, we, again, we can't judge anything just yet. You know, he hasn't uh, he hasn't had a match, but we don't know what, if anything, he's changed from his style or if he's going to change his style at all. Um, you know, so you know, there's a lot left to be seen. Um, Without a doubt. Question for the both of you: uh, With Daniel Bryan coming back, do you guys think he's ever going to get to the point where? he'll perhaps be main eventing WrestleMania again, or even be, let's say the WWE champion or the universal champion. Yeah. Do you feel uh, let him get to that point? The possibility for sure. Yeah. I mean, and he's a I, fucking draw. So. He is a draw. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just, I don't know if I see, them going that far with him. Like, I really don't like, I hope I'm wrong. Um, because Daniel Bryan like deserves all the success that is coming to him. But I just, they were luck. They were reluctant to push him in the main event and put him in the main event of WrestleMania 30 to begin with. And the whole revolt of Batista winning the rumble made them change their plans. And I don't know if they'd be willing to, do that again. Let me tell you this, Nate. I don't see them doing another Daniel Bryan. Because there's a lot of kids right now on Facebook. And I'm in a couple of Facebook groups that think Daniel Bryan's going to win the Royal Rumble already. We're not even near January. Chill. Calm down, kids. Calm down, your internet geeks. 
uh, of oh, our, wow. uh, I, I said, they need to chill. They need to chill already. Like they're already, people are already predicting Daniel Bryan to win the Rumble, which is uh, which is crazy to me. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say it like this: uh, if AJ Styles loses that belt, I there's a possibility AJ Styles. You know, I think he's more of a bigger star right now than Daniel Bryan. Uh, I don't care if Daniel Bryan's just getting back in the ring, but AJ Styles, is, uh, I think he's more popular. Uh, if you're going to pick somebody to win the Royal Rumble, I know we're not even January yet, but I would pick Styles to win because I think that, that he needs to add, it on, add uh, that on to his uh, his WWE uh, you know collections of wins. But that's another uh, co- uh, uh, conversation for another day. So chill out, people. Whoever started that conversation, is he might not rude. need to win. But, uh, or AJ might not need to win the Royal Rumble because he might hold, hold the title for a year. That's not going to happen. But I'm just we saying, whatever. <laughs> we shall see. But I think Daniel definitely will get near near that title belt again, if, if it's Universal or or if it's if it's uh, the World Title uh, for sure. Uh, there's no way you can keep him away. And um, so let's talk about SmackDown a little bit. Um, just for the people that need that, that uh, want to know uh, results, Rusev uh, faced Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura went over again. Uh, Ty Dillinger jobbed out to Baron Corbin. Charlotte uh, uh, beat Natalia. Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso cut a bomb-ass promo. Caught on out Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. So uh, it's looking like the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos are going to have something cooking up for WrestleMania. Uh, but Luke Harper gets the W. Uh, no shock here for that. Jinder Hall cuts a promo, of course, and they build up for the triple threat. Uh, Randy Orton, uh, Jinder Hall, and uh, Bobby Roode are now facing for the U.S. Championship at WrestleMania. Probably a piss break for me. Uh, Becky Lynch, <laughs> Naomi. You know Liv Morgan. You guys remember how much uh, you talk about Liv Morgan? Yep. yep. I I fucking love Liv Morgan. She's so fine. <laughs> I've been telling you that. <laughs> what the hell She's so fine. Um, I don't hate her no more. I like her. She's cool. <laughs> but uh. Good. Becky, Becky and Naomi uh, face Liv Morgan and uh, Sarah Logan, and uh, of course Becky and Naomi gets to win. I, I feel like something needs to happen so in the women's division because uh, it's like the same girls face each other. Um, are they going to create tag belts or what? Like, what's going on? No, they couldn't. They have enough trouble booking a singles women's division. And have not having the same women face each other, they have no room. It's time to, to shake up things, huh? As Vince would say, it's time to shake up some things. No, let's not. The only way, the only uh, way I think we need tag titles would they, work. They need to shake up some things with the women's division. Some girls need to go to Raw. Some girls need to go to SmackDown. They need to mix it up. Here, 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 here's the thing about uh, about women's tag titles: as as much as I would love it, they don't have the time they would need more women yeah. uh, on each roster um, and they don't have there's it, 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 they don't have the time for it and it sucks and especially with um, WWE's uh, TV rights negotiations if they end if they do end up on Fox which is a, a big possibility uh, Raw's not going to be three hours anymore it'll be cut back down to two so thank god you know 
So there's there, there's there's no way. Uh, if 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 they were to have uh, women's tag titles, uh, they would need their own like one hour show. Well, I mean, if they don't do that, like I said, they have to shake up some things. You know, like move women on Raw, move women on SmackDown, switch it up. You know, just just a little bit, so we can get new matches, fresh fresh matches for the women. I wouldn't mind Becky Lynch on Raw. Yeah, they're gonna do something with Becky. I wouldn't mind Ruby uh, Riot, you know, leave the Riot Squad and just be like a be personal like, singles heel by herself. Yeah. She could definitely. We shall see what happens. Oh yeah, we shall see what happens. I'm pretty sure some some things will change after Mania. So. Um, Tom is supposed to be on. Hope he gets on in a minute. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on, shall we? We might as well talk about Monday Night Raw. Uh, before we get into Raw, you know what? Um, Nate, I know you're big into the Mixed Tag Challenge. Talk to us, keep us on the update of what's going on with that. Um, this week it was Asuka and The Miz taking on Braun and Alexa Bliss. Um, they've been playing up the story that if The Miz and Asuka lose in this mixed match challenge, that Asuka will lose her streak. And that was the story behind this match. This match was very, very good. Um, probably the best match of the mixed match challenge. So honestly, like if you haven't watched anything of the Mixed Match Challenge, at least do yourself a favor and watch this match. Both um, Alexa and Asuka, when they were in the ring together, were great. Braun and Miz played off each other well, and both the team or two teams were great and played off each other's chemistry. This match was very, very good for... I wouldn't say it was like a five-star classic, no fucking way, but like by WWE standard, they're going for this tournament, this match was probably the best of the tournament. But it was, in my opinion, a very good match. So who are? Asuka and The Miz. So now they are in the finals and will be facing... um... See, I'm not sure how they're going to do this. There's another match next week. And then they had a second chance fan vote. Um, or no. Okay. So there was a second chance fan vote. So the team that got voted in for that will be facing whoever the other team is um, next week. I can't remember who that is off the top of my head, but Finn Balor, and Sasha Banks got voted back into the tournament. Um, why? So just let me... Huh? I said, why? Because it was a fan vote. I I really was... Like, I was watching a lot of stuff on WWE's Instagram. Looked like Rusev and um and uh, and Lana really worked their asses off. Like, uh, yeah, trying to get was, back to the tournament. Um, it seemed like Finn Balor and Sasha didn't do shit. No, they didn't. So I don't know what because it was. You got to remember, it was the fans' decision. They were the one that voted, and I don't know what 
what they see in Finn and Sasha, but they like something. And I don't know who's voting, what the age range of these people are, but yeah, I don't know. Because if it was me, I wouldn't have voted for them. Well, we shall see what happens. Um, Monday Night Raw. Brock Lesnar basically destroys Roman Reigns. Let me interrupt you for a second. Sorry, Skip. But uh, so the Miz and Asuka are in the finals from Raw, and then next week it's going to be Bobby Roode and Charlotte taking on Finn and Sasha, and the winner of that will go to the finals. Okay, okay. Uh so we shall see what happens with that, folks. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, of course, Roman Reigns comes down to be tough guy. Um, and Brock Lesnar basically comes down to uh, whooping on ass. And, uh Yeah. Uh, destroys him uh, a lot worse than you know what people would expect it. Um, am I the only one that caught Raw? This is the question. Because I know I Nate can watch because uh, he has work. I watched some of it, but I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch the whole thing. There was some stuff that I. Uh, I caught the last hour. So Brock basically getting getting some vengeance in. Uh, oh, actually, you, you know what? I did see this segment um, on YouTube, and I just want to say uh, it's fucking ridiculous to have Roman assault, you know, quote unquote U.S. marshals, and there be fucking no repercussions for it. Um, same thing, like when he, you know. Tried to murder Braun with the uh, uh, with the ambulance. Um, it's it's Especially fucking stupid. Like, I I I I love I love I love pro wrestling. I hate fucking goofy ass unrealistic shit like this. Um, but uh, you know, to 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 see him get beat down by Brock while he was handcuffed was uh, was pretty brutal. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I'm like, why is he being up U.S. Marshals? <laughs> Didn't make sense to me. But uh, yeah, he has talked to some some U.S. Marshals from there. Uh, Brock comes down, beats on him, and. It, it, like I've never seen Brock like go to work on somebody like that. So uh 
from there, uh, everything was fixed from there. We're moving on from there. Uh, what else we had on Raw that was interesting? Uh, the Revival, uh, first team, first tag team to actually put to put themselves in the Under the Giant Memorial. So, uh, for those that are going to be watching that, that's what's going to be happening. Uh, John Cena again calls out Taker. We shall see what happens next week if Taker shows up. But Kane for sure showed up and chokeslammed him. Not too much to really say on Raw. I thought Raw was kind of weak this week. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing memorable. Nothing really memorable about Raw. But I ha- before I get into the Matt Hardy situation, Mark Henry going to the WWE Hall of Fame. How y'all feeling? Well deserved. Um, yeah. Yeah, well deserved. One hundred percent agree. Um, you know, he 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 was never going to um wow people in the ring. Uh, but he entertained everybody um in a lot of other ways, you know. Um, whether it was, you know being sexual chocolate Mark Henry, uh, to his little angle with uh with the late May Young um, to being a fucking complete badass with like Hall of Pain, Mark Henry, uh, the dude's fucking awesome. And uh, n- you know, not not only you know was he always fun to watch, but uh, from everything that I've seen and read, uh, he's just uh, an amazing uh, human being. So uh, I'm I'm really happy for him. The man of the hour, real quick, because. Uh... I know he's been on hold probably for a minute. I haven't been paying attention. Um, give me one second. Tom, what's up, brother? You all right? Feeling good? Yeah, what's good? What's good was, uh, out of nowhere, started feeling a little sick, but uh, drank some ginger ale, calmed down a little bit, so feeling uh, feeling a little better now. It's good to hear you, man. Yeah, and I hear we're talking about uh, Mr. Sexual Chocolate himself, Mark Henry, well. getting into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's so well-deserved. You, you talk about a guy that was with the company for, I mean, one, over 20 years. Yep. And, you know, it's I think it's it's somebody that people – should look up to as you know he was he was dabbing in the mid card for for how long meanwhile kind of you know he was doing his own side thing with um you know competitive weightlifting so and then finally getting a world title shot the the hall of pain i thought was such a good run especially in an era where Either there wasn't a lot going on or the stuff that was going on was good. And, you know, so many people, you know, talk about the Hall of Pain. And then, of course, who can who can forget the first <laughs> retirement that Mark Henry had, the, uh, the salmon suit uh, swerve, as I like to call it. Yeah, um, best swerve. 
no, I've ever seen, it. period. Yeah, you know, that was in twenty thirteen. At at a time where it's like today <clears throat> you know, where K Fave is is I, I wouldn't say it's completely dead, but it's it's obviously not the same as it used to be back in the sixties, seventies, eighties, etc. That got everybody. Anybody that saw that coming, like, people were speculating, oh, maybe it's a scare. But when he started crying and he mentioned his kids, people were like, oh, this is legit. Nope. He swerved us and swerved us good. I'll never forget that day. When, you know, when Mark Henry uh, cut his uh, dress off, he he uh, kind of went down to that baby face status, you know. Uh, but, uh, He's well deserved uh, on what he's doing. Uh, and uh, no, let, let's, don't, uh, let's not forget. Don't, let, don't let's the, not forget uh, one of the. Yeah, let's not forget the fact that he has one of the best themes of all time. Hell yeah! And let's not forget him being uh, WWE ambassador yeah. too. Some behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Mark Henry in the WWE Hall of, in the WWE Hall of Fame. Speaking of WWE Hall of Fame, Edge and Christian will be inducting the Dudleys. Smart move. I would just have Edge Christian. I think and the, the Hardys have to like make like an appearance. I would I would like have to say like, you know, when they're doing their speech or something, or when it's them up there, the Hardys come out too. And I think I saw somebody mention that, that, like, they wanted the Hardys out there, too, because, you know, when you mention, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s tag teams, it's the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardys. It's the TLC matches that they had. Um, it, you know, it, they're all kind of linked together forever. So I think it would be kind of cool. I mean... Honestly, I wouldn't put it past them to do like a uh, broken Matt Hardy and Brother Nero type of thing, maybe just to kind of you know get some shits and giggles in, um, or maybe they just do the plain old Hardys. Who knows? But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, it's weird. Like I said, uh, Bubba ahead. Ray is fucking ROH like matchmaker too. So, <laughs> you're matchmaker for ROH, and you're fucking, you get a lot of shit to do. Like, is ROH running the same day as the Hall of Fame? When's the Hall of Fame? Is it Friday? Friday. It has to be Friday. Fridays. ROH usually runs on Saturday, so they run, like, opposite NXT TakeOver. Mania weekend, you, you either have to choose between TakeOver or Ring of Honor. Um, that's the way it's usually been for, I think, since they were in New Orleans the first time. Or, without a doubt. Um, moving on, where are we? Um, Matt Hardy, um, 
How we feeling? How about this, yo? Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. How do you guys feel about it? Um, I never seen the first one, so I really can't say uh, I like yeah. this one. I like I, this one better. I hated this. I thought it was stupid. Um, and granted, I didn't have anything to go off of because I didn't see the TNA version. Although I hear the TNA version is a lot better. Um, but I thought this was fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean, I I saw the first one. I saw the first um, final deletion from. I actually saw both of them, um, the the TNA versions, and I mean, I can say that I I still think the first one that happened in TNA was the best one. It was just, you know, Matt and Jeff going at it. It was so original, and then you know the stuff that they played off of that. The second one, it wasn't as good, but it was it was still, I think, relatively well done because it was just so crazy what had happened at the time. And to do it, you know, to do it another time in the WWE, it was tough to do. I don't think it was that bad. It was, you know, I think it was cool in the sense that they got to that Matt got to do one in the WWE. I just don't think that, like, part of the reason that the first one held up so well was because it was original. And at the time, people were like, what the hell are they doing? Like, they're like they're crazy. And all the jokes were original, like the dilapidated boat and all the fireworks and all, all the different stuff. It was original. So when you keep kind of rehashing the the same jokes that have happened, it does get a little bit stale. So um, I don't know. It's just I just don't think that the the woken Matt Hardy character, I just it just it isn't the same as it was in TNA because there is there is still that WWE influence and you can tell because they focus so much on on you know Matt Hardy's like his you know his weird laugh they focus on that more than anything and it's like that's not what it's about you know it's it's so much more it was so much more than that in in TNA so um i mean it was it was all right like i said i was just happy that Matt kind of got to do something creative and like something different in WWE um so the fact that they allowed him to do it was kind of cool. Yeah, as uh, as goofy as it was, I think the main problem was, um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of fans had seen it before, you know, uh, more than once. Um, and my my main thing with with Woken Matt Hardy is, uh, well, first of all, the this. Um, I hope tossing Bray into the uh, the lake of reincarnation, it's, you know, I hope something good for Bray comes out of that. You know, give him a complete reset. But, uh, 
my main issue with with, with Woken Matt is that the WWE did a piss poor job of like telling the story of like how he got to that point. Yeah. So like then for me, it just took me out of out of the gimmick completely, and I just was disinterested. And still am. Honestly, I think you just need to bring Reby Sky and all of them in one because uh, I think Matt by itself is, is kind of boring. I'm just going to keep it real. I don't really care. I don't think Matt Hardy's a great wrestler. Sorry. For being the person that's. Uh, Sorry for being negative uh, skits, but I'm definitely going to be negative skits today. Uh, the character's great. I just don't care about his wrestling. Uh, none of his matches with Bray Wyatt have entertained me, and I don't think any other match that you book with man will entertain me at all. Maybe uh, it's past his time. It's all character work. He's not a – well, at this point in his career, he's not a good wrestler. When he was a tag wrestler, sure, but – he never, as a single star, I don't even think he. I don't even think really he was did anything even, to stand out to me. I don't even think when him and Jeff Hardy were a tag team, they weren't definitely entertaining to me. I don't. I, there's no match with with them coming back uh, that I can go back and say, "Whoa, that was a good match with the Hardys." Maybe the first match, you know, when they came back at WrestleMania. After that, I feel like they got lazy. So, well, of course, because uh, maybe a lot better than what they were getting. Before that, maybe if you, maybe if you get Jeff Hardy back, you know, and they, and they get the broken or the broken Hardys, whatever you want to fucking call them these days, maybe they'll bring back some energy for them. But we'll see. One thing I want to mention about, uh, I know we've already talked about SmackDown, but Kevin Sting is now back on Twitter. Fight Sting, fight. <laughs> Is on Twitter, folks. Kevin Owens changed his Twitter handle to catch a fighting fight, if you guys didn't know. Yeah, playing up the he got fired storyline. Uh, but the cool part is somebody uh, the fight Owens fight handle, but he's kind of fucked once he gets his job yeah. back. The, the WWE can get that back in a fucking blink of an eye if they want. And this is true. I kind of like it. Like I saw, like all of a sudden I noticed that. All of a sudden I saw it went back to fight scene fight, and I'm like, man, that's uh, that's going pretty far in depth with uh, <laughs> with uh, you know, fired storylines. You know, going back to old Twitter handles. You know, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Who knows? Maybe we'll see uh. You know, maybe he'll go down to Mexico, maybe find El Generico if he's still alive. We'll see a reunion. Who knows? And his, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I just went to his Twitter handle, and his background is completely black, and his avatar is just a black image. So we'll see what that means, but... That's interesting because I didn't know that he changed the handle. And, of course, some asshole is going to, as soon as he changes it, take his old one. And they only got, they found out 
they have 37 followers following following too. Why aren't people following? And now no I'm sure they get more followers because people are going to be dumb and think that, think it's Kevin Owens. Mm, they're not that stupid. <laughs> oh, something uh, stupid. Uh, moving on. Uh, NXT. Uh, it was kind of hot this week. Uh, I thought it was. I watched it before we came on there. Uh, we uh, had, I guess, Tyler Bate is out of the Dusty Classics so with the injury for two weeks, and uh, I guess their match was supposed to be this week, so they had to sit out. I think Tyler Bates in heat with WWE right now. Something's going on because I know he's out there in the Indies still doing this thing, or unless he's really hurt. Um, but uh, Roger Strong and Pete Dunn tag up, and they go against Odie Larkin and another then. Uh, I was gonna say Martin Stone. I might as well call him Martin Stone because uh, that's why his uh, other wrestling name is. So I'm just gonna call him Martin Stone, uh, Danny Birch. Um, they uh, have a pretty awesome tag team match. Uh, hard hitting. We are no Biff, aka Oni Larkin. You know he's with the uppercuts and shit, uh, head butts and shit going on in this match. Pete Dunne and uh, Danny Birch. Uh, great tag team match. I like Danny Burch and Oni Larkin as a tag team. I want to see them more often on the NXT TV. That they deserve it. Um, they bust their asses out there each time they get on TV. Um, the winners are Pete Dunne and Roddy Strong as they advance. Next week, they'll be facing Sanity in the Dusty Classic. Um, also on NXT TV, um, Emma Moon, she jobbed out uh, – Got the look, the chick's name. Uh, but I know she's from Canada. Aaliyah. Uh, huh? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah. She jobbed out Aaliyah. Um, uh, he defeated uh, Cashizono. Cashizono was catching L's each time you see him in a WWE ring, putting over guys. The respect. Uh, that's all that really happened on NXT. And uh, can't forget Tommaso Ciampa. In the beginning of NXT, coming out to cut a promo, finally speaks and says, "He's gone, he's gone." You know, because the fans are, you know, all holding up the uh, Jenny Gargano signs, saying, "We want Johnny." After that, he gets outside the ring, he tears up people's signs of, you know, the Jenny Gargano, uh, you know, face or whatever, and uh, he, he even tears up this old lady's sign. I'm like, whoa, Tommaso. Tommaso might be uh, one of those top hills in NXT right now, for sure. Um, he is heel right now, in my opinion. Yeah, he's definitely top hill in NXT, for sure. Uh, so he gets one more sign, and he tears it up. It's a guy in a mask, uh, takes it off, jumps over, beats up on Tommaso. It's Johnny Gargano. Uh, all the security comes out of nowhere, takes him in the back. So, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, also, William Regal, he um, said his announcement next week, and that announcement is definitely the North American belt for sure, without a doubt. So uh, next week should be pretty fire. Fire live. I didn't get to see it, but I definitely know what's going to happen. Uh, Cedric Strong. Oh, I said Cedric Strong. Cedric Alexander versus... Uh, Ali is going down. That match at WrestleMania is going to be lit. 
Gulak versus Ali was really good as well. So if you have the time, go back and watch that. Um, there was, I think, a six-man. There might have been a tag match. I really can't remember because in the last 24 hours, I've watched so much pro wrestling, it's not even funny. So it's all starting to mix together for me. But um, definitely check out the match between Ali and Drew Gulak. Very, very good. Let's take a real quick break because this is some important shit that happened in professional wrestling. People out here winning trophies. People out here getting no more contenderships and all that other good stuff. Also, we got a big weekend coming up, ladies and gentlemen. And your boy Skits is going to be at both shows. We'll be right back. What's up? This is the phenomenal AJ Styles down here in uh, L.A. kicking it with the uh, PWG, busting my tail. The freaking great tournament. The bowl tournament is freaking amazing. Anyway, the fact of the matter is everybody and anybody needs to listen to Wrestling Head Podcast. Hey, yo, this is Desmond Xavier. You're listening to Wrestling Head Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Drew Gulak, and you are listening to Wrestling Heads Podcast. Why, hello, this is Man the Myth, the Legend, Jack Evans from the Heavens, and you are listening to none other than Wrestling Heads Radio. You're welcome. Fucking bullshit! Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And uh, I didn't stay up late last night. Well, I was up, but I didn't watch the match. But I'm sure I watched some gifts while the fucking match was going on. And um, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Nate saw my tweet. Well, I was like, whoa, these gifts are kind of fire. Uh, why am I not watching this match? <laughs> Talk to me about what happened last night. Um. So last night, the finals of the... Uh... I almost said the G1 Climax. The uh, New Japan Cup uh, happened, and um, Zack Sabre Jr. took on Hiroshi Tanahashi. And if you haven't seen this match, uh, do yourself a favor and, well, finish listening to this show first. But then immediately after we go off the air, drop everything you're doing and go watch this match. If you have access to New Japan World, um, this match was fucking amazing. Um, the best match of the tournament. Zack Sabre Jr., like, me and Skits had a conversation earlier in the day. Zack Sabre Jr. was in the Cruiserweight Classic, and that was the first time I saw him, and really didn't see what was so special about him, but dude's great. Like, seriously, he had a great tournament. He deserved to win this tournament, and he did. He beat Hiroshi Tanahashi, which I did not think was going to happen. But the three matches that he had were all exceptional matches. And him and Hiroshi Tanahashi is going to be talked about for a long time and at the end of the year definitely go out of your way to watch that match because it was really freaking good. I told you, bro. First time I've seen Zach Sabre Jr. in person at PWG, he's probably the best performer I've ever seen at PWG. Um, without a doubt, uh, I think he's hands down the best professional wrestler I've seen uh, in person. Like, 
close up, like front row status, like a PWG. Like there's no other guy that's touching him. He's got tech. He's a, the best technical wrestler ever. Um, I've seen uh, that I can remember. You know, the kid is nice, and he's such a cool dude. By the way, uh, shout out to Zach. One, one, uh, other great. So if you're not in your top five, like I said on Twitter, something's wrong with you. Um, Tom, did you catch it, bro? I was able to catch it, uh, actually today. I wasn't able to catch it live last night, but I wanted to see the finals at least today. Uh, you know, first off, I, I did not expect for New Japan to put Zach Tipper Jr. In the finals, I thought they would uh, they would do it with Sonata. Um, you know, I thought that's the direction they were going, but uh, evidently I was wrong. And I mean, once once I saw that the finals was Zack Saber Jr. and Tanahashi, um, that's when I kind of figured, man, they're really gonna they're really gonna probably go with with Zach and uh, watch the match. And you know, I was I was right. I actually saw the the spoilers first, but when I saw the, the spoilers, I was like, man, I, I guess I was you know kind of right. Um, you know, it's it's very, uh, it's I mean, it's first off, it's definitely well deserved. Zach is you know one of the most I think technically talented wrestlers on the planet today. Um, He's able to go in there and, I mean, over the last, oh, man, what, five, six years, able to go in there with a bunch of different people of different styles and adapt himself to, you know, whomever he's wrestling. Um, you know, I can remember nice. seeing him. I don't know how he's going to do it because he's got two matches this weekend that I'm going to talk about in a minute. Um, your, your, your thoughts on it, La, on on, um, on uh, Zach going over and uh, – getting a chance to fight Okada. I, I think it's fucking awesome, man. I fucking love Zack Sabre Jr. Um, you know, it, it, it was... I, I, have, I haven't watched any of it, but just uh, seeing him, like, tweet about, like, all the people that he's beat um, in the uh, you know, New Japan Cup, and, like... Yeah, man, it's just like, oh. Like, it, it, you know, it started off, it's like, oh, okay, cool. And then it's like, oh, wow. And then, um, yeah, exactly. Like I was actually working with, uh, with our boy David, uh, on a, on a weekend, I think it was on a Sunday a couple of weeks ago. And I, and I saw, I was like, I was like, dude, did fucking Zach beat Nido? I was like, holy shit, you know? And, uh, yeah, and just to see him, you know, run through everybody and, you know, actually win it, it's, it's, it's like, wow, um, you know, and and the best part about it is, you know, not not you know not winning as a as a junior, but as a fucking heavyweight, it's 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 cool. You know, um, I've been a huge fan of uh, of Zach since the first time I saw him live in PWG, and you know, it's, so it's so being able to see him like uh, accomplish something like this in in, in his career, it's it's, it's awesome. You know, it's crazy also. Um, I had a talk with Zach, and I was like, Zach, so um, 
what's next for you? You know, in New Japan, he said, "Oh, trust me, there's a lot coming. There's a lot coming, mate." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> it's the same as that, and uh, he wasn't lying to me. He definitely knew he was getting a push. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, since we're on the New Japan subject, we might as well just talk about some of the matches that are going down this weekend. Uh, I actually have the whole list of matches going down uh, at New Japan Strong Star Sunday. I will be there with the with with the my boys. Shout out to the homies Eric. Shout out to homies Brian James, David, Nora. I see you guys. Uh, so. Um, you got the team of SoCal Spencer at Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian, and Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels going against none Rocky Romero and Rapongi 3K. Uh, that should be a pretty fun match. Uh, also, you have David Finley and Juice Robinson going against Gato and Hiroki Dodo. Chuck Taylor and Yano will be going against Davey Boy, Smith Jr., and Lance Archer. Uh, Targolo and Tamatanga will be going against Marty Scrow and Cody. Dragon Lee, Tanahashi, Kushida, and Taguchi will go against Takahashi, Bushi, Sonata, and Naito. Jushin Thunder Lager will go against now replaced uh Will Osprey will be going against him now instead of uh Ray Mysterio. Ishii and Okada will be going against Zack Saber Jr. and Suzuki Fire. Jay White going against Hangman Page. I really want to get my boy Norma here to come on here and tell me why why is Hangman Page so good. Please tell me. Because he's such a bum. Uh Kodo Ibushi and Kenny Omega will be going against the Young Bucks for your main event. That's going down Sunday. Pretty uh, solid uh, card that, that, that they just put together for us. And um, also, New Japan also said, fuck it, you know, we might as well just give you guys two other matches you guys can talk about. Because that Genesis, uh, of course, Okada will be going against uh, Zack Sabre Jr., but you got a three-way for the IWGP Junior uh, belts. You have Suzuki Gun uh, versus Rapongi 3K uh, versus Bushi and uh, Takahashi. So that's the two matches so far that they put out. So New Japan for Wrestling coming at you already, yeah. And let's go ahead and jump right into it. PWG, yeah? It's going down. Friday night. We lit downtown LA, baby. Um, I'm hyped. <laughs> See, we're talking about it right now. Uh, I still want my boy uh, Lada somehow get a ticket and uh, show up, man. Maybe. 
talking about some of those matches, though, shall we? Um, at PWG, um, we have SoCal in the building, ladies and gentlemen, as we have none other than Douglas James versus Brody King versus Eli Riffard versus Jake Atlas. SoCal at his best. All Santino bros. Santino bros trying to take over PWG. We'll be going at it. Uh, I'm going to do some um, predictions here. I'm predicting Brody King to definitely go over and win. Anybody else got any predictions? Or are we gonna keep it a silent? I'll go I'll go Brody King too. Yeah, I agree. I think I think uh I think Brody's gonna make some waves into the EG. What you Nate? Uh sorry. I had to leave for a second. What did what did you guys just mention? The four away no, Jake Atlas, Elon Riffly, Douglas James, Brody King. Who you got? Brody King. Ray Horace. Ray Horace versus bad boy Joey Janela. I got Joey Janela going over. Ray. You know what? I'm going to go with the bad boy. Joey Janela. Same here. His spring, his spring, his spring break is coming up. He's got to, he's got to be on a winning streak. Well, plus, I know Bad Boys shows shows up to more PWG shows than Ray. So I don't see Ray getting a W anytime soon. Never know. It might shock us. Jeff Cobb against Jonah Rock making his return. Got Cobb going over. Same here. I'll stick. I'll stick with you guys too. I'm oh, sorry. I, I, had, I went to the restroom real quick. What was the match? Coward on the rack. <laughs> Who? Cobb. Jeff Cobb or Jonah Rock. Oh, so Jeff Cobb. Like, without question. Next match, Zachary Winston, Desmond Xavier versus Flamita and Bandito. I got uh, Winston, Desmond Xavier getting the win. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Yeah, I'll go with that. Ciao. Okay. Let's go move on. Adam Brooks versus Will Ospreay. I got Adam Brooks going over some for some reason. Yeah, I don't see Will Ospreay coming back anytime soon. So I got Adam Brooks going. But I wouldn't be surprised if Will Ospreay was. I'm gonna go Osprey. 
I unfortunately am going to go Osprey as well. You know, just there? to even it out, I'll say Adam Brooks <laughs> just to keep it a tie. Uh, maybe it's a Adam Brooks is the win. He gets a he's I think he's going to be on a little winning streak here. I think he gets like one of those upset wins because he's kind of a hill right now. Matt Riddle versus Zach Sabre Jr. I got uh, Riddle going. I know that. It's so hard because I like both guys. I got Sabre. I got Zach. I got Sabre one. Yeah, me go. Me go, Zach. I'm sold on him now. I got Sabre. Yeah, after winning the New Japan Cup, you got to figure that uh, Zach Sabre Jr. is going to go over. I mean, why wouldn't Keith Lee? Keep leave the challenger going against the champion, Chuck Taylor. For some reason, I want Chuck, Chuck Taylor to lose a bet, but I'm going to keep Lee. He's on my fantasy team. I'm going with Keith Lee. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to go with Chuck Taylor. You know, David would not Ooh. like that. I, I like. Know. I'm gonna let him know about it tomorrow. I like Chucky e. T, but he may have to. Uh, I don't know. This one's tough. Is that, because Keith Lee's also getting another world title shot for the, for the AAW title against against ACH. Is he really down, or is he gonna collect a, a, a belt and then lose it the next show? I don't know. This, like I said, this one was tough because you figure, okay, what are they gonna do? Um, you know what? I'm gonna. You know what? I'll stick with Chucky e. T. We shall see what happens, folks. So that's PWG. Also, AWS is running uh, the next night. As they feature some wrestlers that have been on the show, folks. Um, like Eli Everfly will be there. Uh, Brody King will be there, of course. Let's just talk about some of the matches, Sally. Just a few. Uh, Tyler Bateman will be going against Jeff Cobb for the AWS title. Jessica Havoc versus Rays. Uh, you also have Adam Thurston going against B-Boy. Brody Keane against bum-ass Eric Watts. Jake Atlas against Funny Bone. Huh? <laughs> I'm just laughing at the bum-ass Eric, Eric Watts. Watts. Is that, I don't care. Is that the guy from Tough Enough? Yes, he's trash. So trash. Okay. Just making sure. P.P. <laughs> Ray against Andy Brown and Legacy. The Coast of War against Delilah Doom. Uh, Dick Mayer will be going against Eli Everfly. Um, and I think uh, the girl by the name of. I know she, she looks familiar, whoever this chick is. Oh, it's. Uh, never mind. Fuck it. Anyways, AWS is going down. Um, 
I also know that uh, there's a big women's show coming here to California, and Kimberly's on our way to California. Uh, Rise uh, is coming here, uh, and uh, their main event right now is Me and Yum versus Andrew Everett. The Killer Bees are going to be there. Kimberly's going to be there. I'm pretty hyped for that. So, uh, yeah. Pretty high. It was going on in uh, SoCal Wrestling right now. Um, am I missing something? I feel, like, I feel like if we end the show, I'm missing something. Um, one thing I want to say, I sent you guys a mass pack. Um, but did you guys hear about the um, Moolah Battle Royal at WrestleMania? Um, it is yeah, they changed in, the name. Yeah, they changed the name, which is good. To the women's battle royal. Um, they got a lot of pressure from Snickers. And Snickers, basically, from what I know, said that if they didn't change it, that they were going to pull their money or something like that, um, which is good on them because uh, the Fabulous Moolah was a scumbag, and I'm glad it took threats from the sponsor to get them to change their direction. So, unfortunately, and they, they didn't they decided not to name it after anybody else, which is probably smart on their part. Um, so now it's just the women's battle Royal or WrestleMania women's battle Royal, whatever super generic name, but it lessens the blow of them possibly naming it after somebody else and then saying, well, she did this or whatever, because something would come out. So, but I'm glad that they actually did change it. Because when they named it after her, I was like, whoa, that's, yeah, she was a pioneer in wrestling, but she was a total piece of garbage. Where everything's changed with that. Am I missing something, guys? Thank you, Oh. I think uh, I think that's it, right? What's I'm missing? So, I, like I don't think that is it. What is going down? Oh, AWS. Not excuse me, not AWS, but AAW. AAW is running the Thursday of the weekend of All In. Me and Matt are thinking about going to AAW on that Thursday. Then we have All In. That Saturday, I believe. So, yeah, Um, EPS there, ladies and gentlemen. We open that thing. Um, Can't wait for Labor Day weekend. Got to save it for Bolo too. But yeah, that's the end of the show, folks. We appreciate the listens. I am Skits, ladies and gentlemen. Catch me this weekend. You see me? Say hi. Um, I'm a cool dude. So don't be shy. This is a guy that's just in the front row at PWG. Um, follow me on Twitter at, at WHSkits. Follow us on Twitter at WrestleHeads. If you want any questions or anything about that, Professor Wrestling, we got your answers. I'll be posting live tweets for PWG. I'll, I'll, I'll try to post some videos and stuff at the show. I don't know if I'll, 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 I'll go live, but I'll, I'll definitely tweet some things there. Um that's it. Instagram, Russell Heads. Follow us. I'm going to revamp that Instagram page for sure. 
Um, but yeah, that's, that's all we got. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at zombie. That's X zero M B Y. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. Uh, shout out to uh, Pat Militich. Uh, I know Tom knows who Pat Militich is. Uh, it turns out he's insane and has a great podcast himself called The Conspiracy Farm. So if you're into that uh, type of stuff, give it a listen. See, I didn't. I didn't even know that. Did not even know that. Uh, yeah, he's insane. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely got to check that out. I thought. It sounds familiar. Maybe I had seen it like in passing and just never uh, checked it out, but I definitely I'm going to check it out now. But uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at to tweet me, follow me on there. I'll give you a follow back. Um, guys, just enjoy, enjoy the wrestling. It's going to be a fun next couple weeks uh, with WrestleMania weekend coming up. You know, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, PWG this weekend, uh, lots of different stuff going down. So enjoy wrestling, enjoy life, people. And last but not least, my name is Nathan. You can follow me on Twitter at Headliner5. Um, I have watched so much wrestling this uh, last week, and with watching three of the New Japan Cup shows live, um, I am looking forward to actually not watching anything wrestling related uh, tomorrow and then probably get ba- getting back into it by the weekend. But uh, it's nice to take a day off every once in a while. Um, not that wrestling is not great because it is. We all know it is. And like I say, if you, if you watch WWE and you're not liking it, find something else because there's always something about wrestling you can watch and enjoy. Um, one thing I want to mention, too, is I wrote an article um, and posted it on WrestlingHeads.com, and I actually wrote it after watching Abushi and Sabre Jr. Um, talks about, like, me and my upbringing and um, my personal story of why I became a wrestling fan and just some stuff about you're so inclined to do so. Uh, go on WrestlingHeads.com, read that, and please uh, give me feedback. Let me know what you think. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Say who's ever once again. Thanks for listening to Wrestling Heads Radio. Catch me this weekend once again. It's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. It's like Wrestling Heaven. Um, once again, I'm Skips. Next time, smile. Nate, we are Wrestling Heads Radio. See you next week. Peace out. Peace.